having one stream of revenue is like relying on one person for all of your business or all of your income. It's like basically if you have a job, you're relying on that one business for all of your income. So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, this is Aaron LeBauer. Welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you the top 10 alternate streams of revenue for any physical therapist. Hello, my name is Aaron LeBauer, and welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. If you're watching this video on YouTube, be sure you hit the subscribe and notification bells button. Make sure you share this out with your friends because as physical therapists right now, we need to hear this and people need to know what their options are to be able to pivot and survive and thrive through 2020 and beyond. So on today's show, what I'm going to do is share with you the top 10 alternate streams of revenue for any physical therapist or anyone else, even if you're not a physical therapist. And why is this important? Because as a physical therapist or a business owner, or even if you're an employee somewhere, you need to have multiple streams of income. So what does that mean? What are multiple streams of income? Well, it means like I get a paycheck from here and I get uh, maybe a paycheck from there. Or I have a paycheck on the right and I get, uh, maybe I do like a couple classes or I teach a workshop or maybe I'm a coach at a gym and I get another check. So maybe I'm a contractor to the left and I own my business to the right or I'm an employee to the left and I have a side hustle to the right. There's a lot of other ways because um, this is important because now more than ever, it's apparent who has these and who does not. Okay, it's just kind of like getting 100% of your patients from one physician or physician's practice. And if they get bought out by the hospital, they retire, or maybe they even disagree with you, you're up the creek without a paddle. You know, have you ever um, been in a situation where you wanted to tell your patient the truth, what you really thought, but you were concerned that either the insurance isn't going to cover it or the physician or referring provider might, um, you know, never send you patients again. One, that's number one reason why I have a cash practice so I can make these decisions with my patients without fear of that. And I know it still enters my mind occasionally, you know, especially if there's a gym owner that sent me people and like, well, you know, if the gym owner's not listening to the recommendations, et cetera. Like, right. Having one stream of revenue is like relying on one person for all of your business or all of your income. It's like, basically, if you have a job, you're relying on that one business for all of your income. And what happens if, you know, coronavirus hits them and they have to shut down for three weeks? Um, maybe you get to keep your job. Maybe you get furloughed. Now you don't have any income. But if you had already had a couple alternate streams of income, you could go all in on them. A similar thing happened to me. I've been uh, running a coaching business since 2013 and I have a PT clinic since 2009. And I've been actually in business for myself since 1999. Now, I started as a massage therapist. If you don't know me, I 
went from being a massage therapist with a job to physical therapy school, thinking I was going to get a job, realizing that I couldn't treat patients the way I wanted to after seeing 43 patients in one day, to opening my own PT practice where I had a job. And um, within about five years, realized that it kind of uh, handcuffed me to the business. So I started to scale my business. And now I actually have a business, a physical therapy business with other people working for me where I can go out of town and still get a paycheck because I pay myself. Right? If you're a business owner and you're not paying yourself and you're not paying yourself first, you need to look at you know, uh, your, some of your business metrics. But what I want you to understand is if I only had that clinic, even if I was still treating patients, well, we have six months later, we're still only about 60% call volume. We're about 70% um, patient volume, 75% patient volume, which is good. We've improved our systems, but there are months and weeks where we had handfuls of people coming in. And I had other streams of revenue that I've built up over the years that I can say, hey, look, this one's not working. I'm gonna go all in on these other ones. And look, I'm going to, I was already pretty much 80% coaching business, 20% clinic or 10% clinic, 90% coaching business. I had to shift a little bit to keep the clinic going and spend more time there. And I have other streams of revenue. I've got more than I can count because I can pivot and shift and quickly move from one to the other to generate the revenue that I need for my family um, to keep moving forward and survive and keep doing the things we want to do. Physical therapy is like that too. Right? And you only focus on physical therapy and maybe you don't even sell retail. Right? Well, you're missing out on a couple, at least a couple thousand dollars a year. Telehealth's like that too. There were people who were already doing telehealth who when telehealth became the thing, like their business um, expanded. And if you only focus on telehealth, there's gonna be times in your life when people wanna actually see you in person. And you, you should have an opportunity for people to work with you and to give you money. Does that make sense? Like, Someone comes to me and says, Dr. Bauer, I want to pay um, for my physical therapy with Venmo or um, whatever the latest uh, internet currency is. Um, you know, uh, likely I'll say, you can't pay me the internet currency, but I'll take Venmo. Like, I want to make it easy for people to do business with me. So, or if you only have a brick and mortar clinic and all of a sudden, right, the pandemic shows up and you don't have the ability to transition to online video visits, which we were able to do overnight. As soon as we made the decision, we were able to turn on a Zoom account for our clinic and eventually get a doxy.me account and start seeing people with video visits within 12 hours of when we made the decision. We made the decision 9.30 at night on Sunday night, like March 22nd. And then the next day we transitioned to all telehealth and we've gradually moved back to mostly in person, but we still have about 15% of our patients seeing us through video visits and we get plenty of requests. So we're not dropping that. So maybe, like I said, you're a physical therapist and you thought you had great job security. Like I've been getting job offers for years and like, don't these people know I own a business? Well, they don't. Um, but all of a sudden this spring, like people got laid off and we saw the writing on the wall about a year ago when uh, I think it was Medicare and some of these other um, insurance rules went in where all of a sudden home health and skilled nursing, they were dropping their uh, physical therapist um, employees because of like insurance reimbursement. So you thought you had job security. There are thousands of people who have been furloughed. And then there are people, maybe they didn't get furloughed, but their pay is so shitty. They're 
they're documenting for an extra two hours a day, not getting paid for it, but they have to bill certain units. So I, if I want to bill certain units and be ethical, I can't document during that time, but I don't get paid for documentation and I'm working a ton. I'm seeing 20 to 40 patients a day. And it's not because you aren't worth it. It's because the way the system is set up is that you get paid as a percentage of what insurance reimburses not by the results you help your patients achieve. So even if you never have a dream of owning your own business, you may get to the point one day where you do finally say, look, I am going to start my own business. I am gonna do it. Or maybe you don't really wanna do that because you think it's scary. Like you think there's a lot involved, there's a lot of responsibility. It's actually not that hard. If you've been listening to me for any time and you haven't checked out the Cash PT Checklist, uh, you should get that. It's cashptchecklist.com. It takes you through all the easy steps of starting a business and a side hustle. But really, let's say you, you're a physical therapist, you've got a job, maybe you got furloughed or you want to protect yourself in the future. There's some easy things you can do by creating alternate streams of revenue. And I'm going to go through my list. And but part of it is thinking outside the box. What problems can I solve that people are willing to pay for? And if the problem is big enough, people will pay even more money. And you've seen how COVID shifted so many businesses online, right? And the ones that pivoted quickly were able to survive and even thrive. You know, there are winners were Amazon, Zoom, Netflix, people that are already doing telehealth, Instacart, Peloton, Clorox, you know, and at least um, six of my mastermind members and private coaching clients have told me in the last six weeks, I've had the best month ever. You know, Aaron, I've had 2020 has been the best year ever. Um, July was the best month ever in my business. And um, I hired a new PT and thought it was going to hurt me. But actually, we doubled our business and we're doing over $20,000 a month. Um, and I'm getting ready to go on maternity leave. When just a year before, Amanda was making about five to six thousand dollars a month and um you know she's doubled uh tripled her business in four or five months and then got to a point where she hired someone and had the best month ever and i've had uh ben who's um within two years of graduating has not only uh did six figures this first year as a cash practice owner paid off one hundred thirty thousand dollars in loan student loans and hired uh Three other physical therapists is doing over 60,000 a month and is moving out of town to go open another clinic. In two years out of PT school, best month, best year ever. And then there's other people like Derek Nielsen was telling me 2020 has been his best year ever since he started. And he was one of my cash PT residents and started a business in a brand new town um, without knowing anyone. And that was a little over two and a half years ago. So for some people out there and for some of you, you're having your best year ever. You're probably someone who has already set up to take advantage of the situation or you're a business entrepreneur and you know that you got to keep marketing and change your marketing message and you got to keep working at it to make sure that the money keeps flowing because without marketing, there is no money. You've got to keep marketing. And if you're doing all the marketing, and you're like, there is no money. Well, the marketing is wrong or the sales are wrong. And that's something we could probably figure out together. Um, however, we're not going to figure that out right now uh, because I want, but I want you to reflect on that. Like, well, what isn't working if I'm doing all the marketing? Keep marketing, keep working on it, pivot and change your message. 
But then there's these businesses um, who've just gotten crushed through COVID, like Hollywood and the you know movie theaters and all these movies that got held off through summer. Um, you got Broadway and Cirque du Soleil filing bankruptcy. You got the cruise lines, Carnival Cruise Lines, and they're getting slammed. No one wants to be on a germ uh, hotel in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and uh, but some people apparently still do. Well, you got. Vegas and MGM Grand, all these places where people gather, they touch a bunch of stuff and they generate a lot of money, airlines, pro sports, they're getting crushed. You know, and yes, some of them are getting bailed out and there's also clinics, they're getting crushed. I know at least a handful of clinics that have gone under uh, this year because the business owners didn't have what it took or they just got so hit and they didn't have a plan to pivot because if we get so entrenched in our ways and this is the way we do things, then we're gonna basically live or die by the right way to do things. And that's what, you know, dropped Blockbuster. I mean, Blockbuster, if you guys remember, <laughs> they were like on top of the world Netflix came along and phew, killed them. What else has gone down this year? Like Toys R Us, because they weren't, they haven't been selling online and COVID came and just nail in the coffin. Look, I, I personally have more streams of income than I can count on both hands. And not all of them produce significant amounts of money, but a lot of them do. And I have enough that I've been able to pivot and shift and put attention to the ones that need it. And I've been fortunate this year that this year is my best year ever. Like Aaron LeBauer's best year ever is 2020. And yes, 2020 is hard. And 2020 has its challenges and 2020 is harmful to a lot of people. And there's a lot of things going on that are out of our control. And you just gotta understand that the best thing you can do is control what you can control. You can control your narrative, you can control your story, you can control your actions. You can't control how people react to you. You can't control what other people do, where other people want to spend their money, and you can't, um, like, I mean, you can't, you can't control the government. Well, we can all vote, so please vote <laughs> in this fall and in, in November. Control what you can control and make do with what you've got and take action every day because only by doing that are you going to get through this and have your best year ever and make sure that 2020 and your business and your family and your loved ones have the best possible chance of surviving and thriving and coming out on the other end with massive growth opportunity. 2020 is your opportunity to grow your business and your personal brand, especially your online business and offerings and help thousands of people make more money and make a massive impact in the world. So here are the top 10 alternate streams of revenue for physical therapists. Number one, AdWords. Have you heard of AdWords? AdWords is where you go get an AdWords account and you put ads on your blog that you drive traffic to, your website you drive traffic to, or your YouTube channel. So maybe you've built up a big YouTube channel over the years. I've got over a million subscribers to my YouTube channel. I don't run ads to a lot of the videos, but I do run ads on some of them. And we make some money from AdWords. I haven't checked it lately. I should probably go back and check and see. What I really don't like is when an ad 
keeps me from watching the, you know, like the video in the first 10 seconds, but the little overlay banner or the banner in the corner, like those feel good to me. I mean, and people probably won't watch your video unless it's got, you know, hundreds of thousands of views. They won't sit through a five second app, but you can put AdWords on your blog and YouTube channel. This was a big strategy about five, 10 years ago, but it still works. I have a friend that runs Facebook ads and sends people to his blogs, which then they click on the, uh, the Google ads banners and he makes more money because his, what he generates by a click on the blog, uh, he makes more than it costs to serve the ad on Facebook. So, I mean, you could set that up. You already got a, um, a YouTube channel or a blog or a website that's more of a information where you're getting a lot of traffic. That's a good one. You can also do affiliate income. What is affiliate income? Affiliate income looks, um, like a few different things. Number one, it's like, let's say Amazon Associates. If I use my Amazon link and I send you there to go get a Theracane, maybe I get like a 3% uh, commission on the cost, right? So maybe I get a few dollars. Okay, I can do that for all the products through our clinic and I've made thousands of dollars as an Amazon Associate over the years. For a while, we couldn't do that in North Carolina, but then they've changed some of the rules and laws on taxes and we can do that. So if you don't have an Amazon Associates account and it's a low hanging fruit for you, do it. Like we, I used to be able to do an affiliate um, program directly with certain companies, um, but then they've moved to Amazon and I get less, right? So you just gotta understand like you don't get a lot, but what else, like there might be a product out there for you that every time you send someone your discount code, they get a temper, the person gets a 10% off and you get a 10% um, commission. I think here's one that uh, is like therapist preferred premium CBD sports cream. You know, um, Brett, these guys are awesome. I've just been trying this stuff out. Uh, the dog treats help my uh, dog calm down on a trip and the back cream feels good. You know, um, it's got some CBD in it, but like menthol and uh, some fun stuff because it makes it tingly and it's great. Use the code, go to their website, um, use the code, what's their website? Um, I should know it, therapistpreferred.com, and use the code LeBauer, LeBauer, and I think you get 10% off or something like that. Okay, so I could use my Instagram account, social media following to promote these kinds of things and make a few dollars here and there. Great. You know, um, what I would say is uh, be sure that it's worth your time and worth the effort and it's something you really know, love, trust, and you've used yourself. Because if you're doing an affiliate uh, promo just for the money, um, people are gonna see right through it. Then some of the other affiliate uh, relationships are with other physical therapy influencers or educators even some people in my mastermind group, well, they'll have a, a course to educate patients and we can share about the course. And if it's an online course, a lot of times it's a 20 to 50% commission. Well, that commission rate is much higher than some of these other ones. Um, so I'm more willing to send an email to my list because for every um, click on the email, I'm likely to get a higher dollar value for my time versus just a couple dollars here and there. I've actually made in affiliate income with other online influencers, I've, I've made probably $100,000. I haven't counted it 
but one time I ran a promotion and I was like, sweet. And, and that paid for my VW van. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I need an excuse to go buy a van. I've been looking for one a long time. It wasn't the excuse, but I worked really hard for it. And it's a, it was a significant amount of money. So when people have approached me in the past or recently, I need to know, is it worth my time? Is it worth the effort? Is it something I believe in? And is the reward uh, worth the effort? So um, sometimes it is worth the effort, but some of these other uh, ideas I'm gonna give you may be worth more of the effort. And you'll see in a moment. So that's affiliate income. Yes, if you're an affiliate, you may be an independent contractor and need to provide your, um, like a PayPal uh, payment address or a, um, you know, do a W9 or something. Don't worry about it. If you're making more than $600 a year, it's worth doing and it's good. You should be able to make a couple hundred dollars a month, if not thousands. Okay, retail products. In our clinic, we sell retail products. We sell uh, Theracanes, cranial cradles, um, the great cook bands, uh, rock tape, balls, rumble rollers, etc. These are all things that we use uh, and also the R8 roll recovery, which is a, a self-massage for a tool for runners and I love it on my arms. I don't really have affiliate relationships with them, but because we have a retail license, we can buy the product without paying um, sales tax and we can buy it at wholesale. And generally we gotta buy somewhere between six to 12 to get like the wholesale uh, bulk discount price and we'll get them and it's great. I sell them because my patients need them I think they need them and my patients aren't going to go to a link that I email them later and buy it on Amazon or off the internet They're going to walk out with it. So when we're talking about retail product, this is for people that own a clinic um, and your primary uh, Revenue source is your service Right, you should have retail products especially things you believe in Look at the end of the year, we're not making tens of thousands of dollars on retail products because most of these retail products I can't buy in enough bulk to get the price low enough to make a significant amount of revenue off of them. But it's something my patients need and I get a little bit of profit for having thousands of dollars worth of products on the shelf um, for months or years. Um, and it's enough to help cover maybe some Facebook ads or some promos or something like that. And every little bit matters but I'm not gonna go all in and start a retail business. If the primary reason I want to um, do is promote a retail product, I might use, say, hey, you know, this week you can get a mobility kit, it's just $75, it includes, you know, a, a $40 Theracane and a $45 rumble roller and a ball and an instruction video and a band is 75 bucks, you get 50% off, someone comes and buys it and then they get a coupon in there for um, $75 off a treatment or $150 off a, uh, for a free visit, something like that. I'm gonna kind of use that as leverage to get them to come in um, and be a patient. Retail products, side hustle. Man, side hustle, like as a business owner, I got a side hustle. As a clinic owner, I started a side hustle, um, teaching people how to create um, physical therapy businesses and start and grow and scale a cash practice. I've got a side hustle in real estate. I've got a side hustle in um, what else? I, I, at one point for two years, I was working on teaching other physical therapists how to use their hands to treat patients. That was a side hustle. That one didn't work out so well, but that's because I got busier and my priorities changed. Maybe you don't own a 
a clinic and you're an employee. So it's like, let's see patients for cash on the weekends or in the evenings. Just so you know, you still need um, a business license because it is going to be a business and you need to make sure you have liability. Right? Another side hustle might be real estate, flipping houses, um, owning rental properties. Maybe you do network marketing products. Um, I have some clients that have used um, like the essential oils or some people are doing beach body stuff or vitamins because they believe in them, they've used them themselves. Especially for network marketing products, if you don't believe in the product and use it yourself and you're pushing it on other people, they're gonna see it and you're not gonna be successful. The number one way to utilize those is as value added services or things that you're doing outside. I've seen people who are physical therapists who have a great job and their main social media is about health, wellness, and uh, feeling better. And hey, by the way, if you're interested in X, Y, and Z, um, send me a message, let me know. I'd be happy to send you some more information about the products I use, right? Real estate, I mean, we could do a whole um, thing on real estate, but real wealth is built in real estate. And I've been studying it for 20 years. Um, we own one rental property. Um, I've got uh, other, um, ideas and plans to um, get into more real estate and more property. I can tell you this, that more doors you have, the more opportunity, um, the more doors in one building you have, the bigger the opportunity is to generate wealth. One door, one location can be really hard, especially if no one wants to live there and there's a, a lot of work. Okay, look at it as how do we build real wealth? Um, like McDonald's, like the Catholic Church, they own a ton of land some of the biggest, um, wealthiest people in the world own land. How do we get ourselves into land ownership? And uh, there's ways to do it with other people's money. You don't have to use your own money. So let's move on to number six, eBay. I've been selling on eBay for 30 years. I don't make a lot of money on eBay, but I have in the past. Hadn't been significant, but I could go to my garage and sell stuff. I actually sold some stuff last week, some old bike stuff. Um, I could go to my parents' house, grab that old Atari 2600, throw it up on eBay. Actually, it's sitting in my office at home, ready to go on eBay. I just haven't done it because it's not a highest priority for me. But if you're like, man, I need to raise $1,000, I bet there's stuff around you or at garage sales or, um, or at like, uh, what do they call it, estate sales or your parents' house, your, your basement that you could put up on eBay and flip real quick and make some money, make some fast cash, you know, give it seven days, cash in the bank. That's a Gary V strategy. eBay, man, it's a good way. Like, especially if you like old stuff, like old scooters, bikes, you got a hobby. It's outside of uh, your primary job. All right, investing. I already did real estate, so you can do real estate investing um, or stock market. So you could uh, invest, not just buying the real estate yourself, owning it yourself, but investing in someone else. Investing in the stock market. if you are not invested in the stock market. You don't have money in the stock market yet. Get in there now. Like, don't wait another day, get in the stock market because the stock market is only going up and the stock market doesn't always reflect what's happening in our economy, but historically it always goes up. And by waiting, you're missing out. There was a great podcast um, and book by Tony Robbins on this. And it, they've studied like the highest lows and highest um, ups, right? The, the biggest days were, with gains, were followed or the biggest days with losses were followed by the biggest days with gains and people that tried to time the market lost, but people who stayed in the market um, are huge winners. So you need to be in the real estate market, even if that is finally setting up your business with a simple IRA, 
Um, if you have a larger business, a 401k might make sense. Or making sure that if your employer offers you retirement plan matching, you take absolute advantage of it and figure out another way to make that extra 150 bucks a month because that 150 to $500 a month you put in the, um, the stock market, you can find another way to make it while that um, grows exponentially. Number four, telehealth, teletherapy, telemedicine. Maybe instead of starting a side hustle on the weekend at the gym treating people in person, you do online consults, you do online therapy, um, you do it on video. You've probably already been doing this with friends and family. Number one thing you need to know is that if you're a physical therapist, your patient has to be, you have to be licensed where your patient is physically present during a session. And it's just like a business, it's licensing. Yes, it sucks that um, licensing rules haven't caught up with technology, but that's the way it is. There's a, um, a PT uh, compact. You can get on that. And, you know, I, my recommendation, license where you are. Maybe the state next door, if you're close to the border, like you live in New Jersey, make sure you have a New York license, maybe a Pennsylvania license. Um, and then what are the big, most populous states? California, Texas, New York, and what's by Florida? So get licensed in those states. I don't think they're in the compact. And you can have a telehealth business. Maybe you've got people asking you from social media, hey, I want you to help me fix my back. Like you really, you know, put them through physical therapy, even if it's cash-based, you really should be licensed in those states, unless you're doing more health coaching or something else. And you need to be very clear that you're not doing physical therapy. If you're listening to this, and you're not a physical therapist, just hear this is like, how can you help people do what you do in person on video? And if you are in a profession like my brother is in psychotherapy, you're going to have different rules than we do at physical therapy based on your state and the other states. So just be clear on those. All right. Alternate revenue stream for physical therapists. Number three, consulting. Okay. Consulting other businesses. This is business to business consulting. And I'm not just talking just like Aaron LeBauer to, um, Alexis Sam's uh, Entrepreneur of the Year last year, business to business. I'm talking Aaron LeBauer to, what are those like uh, corporations that make like equipment, like physiological testing equipment and they want to get into the PT niche. Okay. We got this big corporation, you know, maybe you're a consultant for, I mean, like perform better. I mean, they already have PTs they work with, but some business that's trying to get into the health niche, you can consult with them on a regular basis for 200, 250, 300 or more dollars per hour or thousand dollars per month retainer where they call and ask you questions and you help them understand their customer who are physical therapists or people in your profession. The other way to do this would be to find um, corporations in town, specifically uh, places that have manual labor, not manual laborers, yeah, like factory workers, people that are using their body and when their body breaks down, they can't work. We've got, even if you got a big bank, if I can't sit and use my mouse because my arm goes numb, I can't do all the data entry and healthcare um, costs rise, can you help a company in your town reduce their healthcare costs by getting on a retainer and being in their office one or two hours a week to basically have walk-in injury assessments and signups, maybe even doing some hands-on therapy, um, and now you got an alternate stream of revenue, an alternate stream of patients for your business. And I have a good friend of mine here in Greensboro, Chris, who's a chiropractor who does this. I know other physical therapists who've been doing this. 
it's a great um, it's a, it's a great avenue to generate alternate revenue because let's say clinics shut down but the factory's still open, Tyson Foods is still open, like and they're working overtime, <laughs> like man, I'm gonna you know double down on that or see hey you know where else uh, what other factories what other businesses who else do you know who could use someone like me in their in their business and there are people out there um, that uh, who do only this. And if you're one of those listening, I would love to possibly interview you for the show. So get in touch with me because um, I think it's a great business model. I just haven't um, run across anyone doing that uh, full time recently. Number two, coaching. You know, <laughs> business, life, health. My wife is a, um, is a health coach. Um, one of my friends here, and you've probably heard her on the uh the um, did, did we did Alicia with the cash video lunch hour. I just interviewed her for my local podcast, Alicia. Um, she's a life coach and creativity coach. You know, I'm a business coach. How can you help other people get more out of their life and hold them accountable? You know, it's almost like even with uh, Caitlin, Dr. Herzog, who um, works for me in the clinic, she's a CrossFit coach, she's a fitness coach. You know, and part of it's, you know, she enjoys doing it. She's a power lifter. And I was like, hey, you need to hook up with John, you know, and she started coaching some CrossFit classes over there during the pandemic. And, you know, it's just something else she does. I don't know if or what she gets paid or how she gets reimbursed, but, you know, what, a couple extra hundred, a couple thousand dollars here and there. I mean, it's fun. So depending on the problems you solve for people and, the desire they have to get those problems solved, you can make more or less money in any of these. So whether it's a health coach, a life coach, a business coach, a fitness coach, an athletic coach, I know that my cycling coach, I'm pretty sure that my cycling coach, Ashley, back in the day, wasn't only coaching cyclists, but maybe he was. Um, but I know a lot of guys who I used to race with who still race and they're good enough to make uh, money on the weekends as an amateur cyclist and they coach other people. Um, and one funny thing about racing bikes is I knew plenty of guys that were amateurs that made more than the pros in air quote. Um, I didn't make money racing bikes. I lost money, but it was worth all the time and effort I ever um, put into it. But the number one way, the number one alternate stream of revenue for people right now in 2020, so if you wanted to create a second stream of revenue, I believe you need to do it online. Most all of these are done online, but what I believe is the number one way to do this is to create some kind of online course or online program. And many of you listening have been through one of my online courses or programs or check them out. Maybe you've seen that we have created them for our clinic. I've created an online course for our clinic. I've actually created, we created three of them this year. Um, there's a couple different ways to utilize online courses, primarily, if there's a problem people want you to help them solve and you're telling multiple people over and over again the same information, put it down into videos, how-to guides, trainings, and put it into an online course. Okay, so the online course can be the primary income generator. But guess what? The online course can also be a lead generator. So we've got an online course we created for our clinic and we've gen it's generated 147 leads the last time I checked it for our business. That's 147 new people that we gave this away for free. 147 new people with eyes on our, on our clinic. And they've gone through and they've done 
multiple videos with me as their guide. And now who do they trust to help them out of pain or injury when it comes time to do something about it? Or when it comes time to um, take more action or they say, hey, look, this isn't working for me, um, they're gonna call us. So those are the two. And then the third way to utilize an online course is a value add, where it, maybe it's free or it still costs money, but it's the way you position it. And so when you become a patient, we also give you access to our online course or library. This is great when you're doing remote coaching, um, telehealth, et cetera. It's a way to give out your best exercises or trainings or, you know, one of my um, coaching clients, Adam Potts, uh, does Tai Chi. And so he's got a, a course on Tai Chi, but he can also take people into his health coaching, but he can offer someone to do um, like remote therapy for $2,000. But if they're not quite bought into that, he's got a great downsell that, hey, let's get you into this course. And it's $1,000. And he's crushed it. And he went through my Income Impact Academy program the first time we launched it and generated like $4,482 in the first week um, of joining that program because he was able to implement and put in the systems and take the uh, strategy that I gave him and go out and sell and enroll people into these programs he has. And he basically took his in-person programs and put them online. And so there's a lot of different ways to do that, but I do believe that now 2020, everyone's online. YouTube watch times have exploded. Everyone's using the internet, and yes, there's a little bit of Zoom fatigue. So what you need to create are some short, punchy um, videos and trainings and somehow put it on the internet. You can send it out one email at a time. You can make a private YouTube playlist. You can put it all public on YouTube. You can put it into a online course using ClickFunnels, which is what I use. Um, you could use WordPress. There's a lot of ways to do it. Don't let the way to do it bog you down. Figure What you need to do is figure out what people want to learn from you. You need to figure out what the people in your audience and your community um, want to know more about. Because since Corona came in, the reason people come for PT is a little bit different. Where before it used to be, hey, I work out at the gym five days a week and I'm having trouble with my split jerk or deadlift or I tweaked my back and now I can't go to the gym. Whereas now they're not like, oh, I can't get into the gym. They're like, I haven't been to the gym and I'm stiff, stiff sore, and tired. Or I'm not going to the gym, but I'm running and my knee hurts. There's a different reason people are now um, looking for therapy. They, you might see them as the same as a physical therapist, but they see it as very different. They also have less time and they don't want to be on video all day long. And maybe they can't leave their kids at home while they come into your clinic because they're doing homeschool <laughs> or school. They're doing remote school. So, or they have to work from home. I mean, there's a lot of reasons where they are immunocompromised. don't want to come in your clinic, but how can I help them? I have to be able to help them through the internet, through video and through online courses and programs and online courses or program is one of the easiest, quickest, most valuable um, and rewarding financially and emotionally ways for you to help millions of other people because you can create your course once and you can run as many people through it as possible. You can take one person through it. You can take thousands of people through it like I have with the Cash PD Blueprint. You could take millions of people through this program. The bottom line is you need to have multiple streams of income. Take these ideas and figure out which one sounds like 
the best return on your time investment, because your time is more important than money. What's the best return on your time? And how can you help the most people by generating the most income? And then like go after it. So I can tell you that, like I said before, that I'm only gonna put my focus towards these alternate streams of revenue that are worth my time. So I'm not gonna go out and promote my Amazon affiliate link, but I am gonna promote maybe a um, affiliate link for a friend of mine like Paul Wright, who's really crushing it with his one minute practice and um, helping physical therapists like remotely manage their clinic. He's great, he, we've built a great relationship. I am going to go out and promote my own and create and promote my own courses, right? I am going to save money, like I've got a fund, so that when the time is right, I can make a big play on some real estate. I'm not selling stuff on eBay because it makes me money. I'm selling it because I want someone to use these old bike parts that are still usable. We do offer telehealth in our business and I do co consulting and coaching. Um, we do sell some retail products, but I've been doing that for a long time. And I got AdWords in there somewhere, but where am I going to focus my time? Like for instance, let's just say you've got 500 people who follow you on Instagram. Maybe your Instagram, you're like, man, my Instagram is not big enough. I guarantee you your Facebook personal profile is big enough. You probably have 500, if not 2000 friends on Facebook. That's enough. Cause all you need is one person to enroll in some kind of online program for you to make this all worth it. Just imagine you charge someone a thousand dollars or even $2,000 to do an online program with you. If they gave you $2,000, how much, value could you create for them? Could you meet with them once a week for eight weeks and give them tens of hours of uh, video resources and how-to videos, et cetera? Maybe you meet with them online and in person. Maybe you meet with them in person and you know by phone once a week. Or maybe you, do a, you include a three-month follow-up and a six-month follow-up. You know, or a membership to something. Like what more can you do if it's not tied to your time to help people play with their grandkids again, run without knee pain and being afraid that they're going to cause more arthritis in their knee, have sex with their partner because otherwise it hurts to be able to work out without leaking or wearing a pad, to be able to feel strong and confident and like a good role model for their daughter. And people, if you can figure out what it is that people really want, they'd be willing to pay whatever it takes to get there. So it's your job to figure that out. And if you can solve that problem with an online course or program, you're going to win whether you help one person or thousands of people. So right now, if you only have one or even two streams of income and you want to survive long-term as a physical therapist or a business owner, it's your duty to build at least one or two more. If not over time, build a couple handfuls like I have. And if, let's say, I would go back to my thought before, if you do have a large following and you do have an affiliate relationship, I see this with like, okay, I'm gonna go to bat and I'm gonna uh, uh, promote this affiliate thing and maybe I'm gonna make a couple dollars here or there. Let's say 100 people buy the thing and you get $10. Well, what's that, $1,000? Great. What if you could use the same effort to promote that and put 50 people through a $500 program that's guided by you? I mean, just imagine you help uh, half, a, half the amount of people more meaningfully and 
your bank account uh, doubles, right? 50 times 1,000, 50,000, it, it, it like 50 X's. So don't worry about the numbers of people in your network because you know plenty of people. Worry about putting your time where it counts the most. So this is why I've put together a training mentorship and academy to help passionate physical therapists leverage their expertise and passion and knowledge base to create additional streams of revenue. And I can teach you how to do it in less than 30 days. This is called the Income Impact Academy. So if it's okay with you, I want to tell you a little bit about what it does and who it's for. Because guess what? The internet's here to stay. And if you haven't gotten on the internet and internet video bandwagon, you're missing out. And it's not going away anytime soon, I promise you. Even TikTok, which we all thought was going away, is now we found a way to keep it. <laughs> so this is my best selling program. And what I'm doing is I'm looking to help and change the lives of 100 physical therapists who want to create more meaning, more impact, and make a difference in the world and make more income in just 30 days. This is a program that's gonna teach you how to survive and thrive in the new economy. Position yourself as a go-to expert and leader in your niche, in your community. You can leverage your social media following and your connections and help more people and earn more money and replace your, I mean, you could replace your current person, in-person income and you can explode it with online. I mean, I know people that have sold a million dollars worth of PDF downloads a physical therapist who have done this multiple times. You can learn how to pivot your business and keep it thriving so you make the right moves and come out on top and easily build an online product or program teaching what you know and you're passionate about. So um, this program includes weekly uh, Q&As with me, master classes, private Facebook group, and really done for you in turnkey strategies, systems, software, websites, email templates, social media templates, everything you need. Um, what I want you to do is go to incomeimpactacademy.com. I'm gonna put the link in the show notes um, and just check it out. And you can get all, you go there, get all the details and see um, what's available to you so you can start making a difference in the world today, create more money in 30 days, and make a massive impact and help me save 100 million people from a necessary surgery. So I hope you got a lot out of this program today. Um, I would love to know your insights and action plan after listening to this. So just go to Instagram, um, uh, throw up an Instagram story, maybe you screenshot this or something, you know, something else you've seen from me or one of my posts. I'd love to know your insights or even just send me a DM. And if you have any questions, uh, DM me the word impact and I'll get back to you with any questions and details about the program. I'll see you on the next episode. This is the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast with Aaron LeBauer. It's 2020. It's the best year for you. It's happening for you. Make the most of it and go out and let me know that this has been your best year ever. And let's rock and roll. Peace. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice or you already have one and you want to learn how to grow it and scale it, this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint, because I want to get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there. I want to give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, 
but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And we get your copy, give me a shout out somewhere on social media, and we'll talk to you soon.